following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Attitude is a little thing that makes a difference between a big difference between lacrosse success and lacrosse failure. Hey, welcome back to Get and Lose. We're starting a podcast. My name is Drew. Why do you fuck everything up? <laughs> we literally practiced this before you did it, and you still screwed it up. Yeah. Why'd you say my name is Drew? Uh, dude, I don't know. It's like we established <laughs> names last week for a reason, and then you just go and throw it away. No, dude, I can still stop it with my name. It's too late now. The episode's already started. Yeah, well, fuck you, dead. Ridiculous. You fuck ridiculous, cheetah. And you didn't even give your quote time to, like... You didn't even finish your quote before you went right into the intro. You said... <laughs> Fucking guy. All right, guys, this week is my episode. We be talking about lacrosse. <laughs> yeah, all right, fuck you. I'm going to choke you out. Yay, lacrosse. Yeah, unfortunately, in a business like this, everybody has to have equal due. So, you know, when you get my awesome episodes, we also have to get Drew's terrible episodes. Hey, whoa, some episodes were good, too. Yeah, that's debatable. Yeah, your face is debatable. This is going to be a very Drew-heavy episode because uh, I literally know nothing about lacrosse, so... I'll try. I'll chime in here and there with my one-liners. <laughs> but Drew's gonna run us. Drew's gonna take us all down a history lesson today on the history of lacrosse. And we all. And then he's gonna fangirl over the bandits for <laughs> fucking thirty minutes like a little chick. Well, yeah. <laughs> of course, I got the bandit's gear on. I got the bandit's head on, and we're going to especially talk about this uh this Tucker out leukemia thingy. What? Does, Tuck, does Tucker vent to have uh, once a year for the bandits? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can make sure you have some tissue for that one. Yeah, then I uh, I also have a few little lacrosse-related uh, stories I'm going to share with you guys. But uh, we'll They're, get to all that. We'll get to but, that. But, you know, for now, classes in session, motherfuckers. Drew? Yes. Just about lacrosse. Lacrosse. Lacrosse have its origins in the tribal games played by the Eastern Woodland Native Americans and some pairs, Indians, tribes, and what known as the United States and Canada. The game was excluding modif- modif- modification by the European culture, uh, co- colonialism. Who the fuck put another stupid word like that? Colonialism. Like, seriously. Colonialist. Colonialism to North America to create its current college and professional format. In um, lacrosse, there's like four four uh, four types of lacrosse. There's field. There's a uh, box. There's women's, and there's uh, something called inter 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 something. Interacross. Yeah, interlacrosse. Intercross. Intercross. Yeah. Um. The reason. Um. Reason women had their own because they played their own set of rules, their own set of different ways how to play it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, lacrosse uh, is, a, is a, a French word. Yeah, the word comes from the word France. Or what comes from the word France or from France? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, from France. You know, from France. Uh, all right. Yeah. It's, uh, if you break it, it's lacrosse, like lacrosse, like the French word. Like valet is valet. But anyway, that's a different story how we want to talk French over here, we be. Uh, lacrosse is a, a team game, a, a, yeah, a team game, original 
uh, played by a North American Indian, in which the ball is thrown across and carried with long handle sticks with uh, curved L-shaped or triangle uh, frames at one end of this uh, with the piece with shallow netting and angles. Ah, uh, yeah. The sticks are usually about, uh, if, you're, if you're playing field lacrosse, If you're playing field across, uh, let me just look it up real quick. I, I got it written down. <sighs> boy. God be late to his own funeral, man. I bet. Well, He'd be, be unprepared for his own funeral. Oh. Field, field across. The men's outdoor version of the sport. There are 10 players on each team. Three attacks. Three middies and three defense and a goalie. Short sticks between 40 and 42 inches are usually used by attacks and middies. Maximum, a maximum number of four players on the field per team could carry a long stick between 52 inches and 72 inches long and used by three defensemen and some, sometimes one defenseman midfielder. Goalie stick is with a head with a head. As wide as 12 inches. And it could be between 40 and 72 inches long. The field of play is 110 by 60 yards. The goals, the goals are 6 by 6 foot with, and are 80 yards apart. It's pretty much almost like a sizable football field. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, like the feel is like is less contact as box. I'll get into box like a little bit. Yeah, feel is more like I I I rather watch box lacrosse than field. But if 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 feels on, I I probably sit down and watch it because some of the goals can be sick too. <clears throat> Did you know that uh, lacrosse, the translation in French, is the stick. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. I just, I just had you didn't know that. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to tell you a little piece of information about lacrosse's early days. Uh, lacrosse played a significant role in the community and religious life of tribes across the continent for many years. Early lacrosse was char- characterized by deep spiritual involvement, benefiting befitting the spirit of combat in which it was undertaken. Those who took part did so in the role of warriors with the goal of bringing glory and honor to themselves and their tribes. The game was said to be played for the creator or was referred to as the creator's game. That's a little interesting tidbit of the early days of the cross. Yeah, uh... We're talking about the history, uh, uh, of course, uh, the history, uh, but sometimes lacrosse games could play for days and days and weeks. It's like how, what Sean said is, is due to, uh, what's that thing? The creator? Yeah. The creator's game. Yeah. The creator's game. They usually play in forests and woods, uh, is usually was a spiritual journey from a boy going to a man kind of situation. And also teach you morals and stuff about the sport. Um. All right. Then. Um. Yeah. The the cross was was based on, of course, Native Americans and as early as eleven hundred eighty. By the seventeenth century of seventeenth century, a version of lacrosse was well established and and documented by. Uh, a priest in the ter- ter- uh, terror of the present-day Canada. A territory, I mean. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> in the uh, traditional Canadian version, each team consists of about 100 to 1,000 men on the field several miles. That's like several kilometers. That. Oh my, jeez! But 
Yeah, they they played several kilometers. It was probably I don't know how many balls were being played, but it was keep on. It was like almost like playing uh, uh, keep away or something. But they go on forever and whatnot. Those games lasted lasted to what? Here here it is. These games lasted from sun up to sundown for two to three days straight. And when players were part of the ceremony ritual, uh, a kind of symbol warfare, or to give thanks to the creator or master. It's pretty much um, when these when these guys do play is they're just giving their thanks to the creator. Uh, another little tidbit for you: uh, the French Jesuit missionary. Jean Jean de Brebeuf saw Huron Huron tribesmen play the game during 1637 in present-day Ontario. He called it La Crosse, the stick in French. The name seems to be originated from the French term for field hockey, Le Jeu de la Crosse, and then uh, James Smith. Described in some detail a game being played in 1757 by Mohawk people, wherein now they used a wooden ball about three inches in diameter, and the instrument they moved it with was a strong staff about five feet long with a hoop net on the end of it to, large enough to contain the ball. Angelo Phones from Montreal noticed the game being played by Mohawk people and started playing themselves in the 1830s. In 1856, William George Beers, a Canadian dentist, founded the Montreal Lacrosse Club. In 1860, Beers codified the game, shortening the length of each game and reducing the number of players to 12 per team. The first game played under Beers' rules was at Upper Canada College in 1867. They lost to the Toronto Cricket Club by a score of 3-1. to one. Holy Fuck. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting to see what it was like then to where it is now. Oh, dude. Like, how, like, back then, didn't really have, like, the equipment that, like, for, for men's lacrosse, um, for field, you ha- uh, the players have to have, like, uh, not big shoulder pads, but, like, like, shoulder pads, a helmet, and they don't read nothing. And plus, and plus a cup. Well, obviously. <laughs> um, of course, uh, I saw, like, I don't mind, as I said a few minutes ago, I don't mind field, but I'd rather watch box because it's more more hard-hitting and they got more padded now. What's the difference between box and uh, Oh, the box. Box, let me get to that one now. Let me just look at my notes still. Look at my notes. Uh, box lacrosse is played by a team of five runners plus a goalie on an ice rink, uh, ice hockey rink. <coughs> Sorry about that, I got a fair ball. <laughs> when the ice had been removed or covered by artificial turf, yeah, I like trust me. Like uh, sometimes when I see the uh, when I see the bands play, like imagine hitting on that floor, it's gonna probably hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> probably, I'm sure. Or unless they put some padding down on it. But anyway, um yeah uh <clears throat> boxes um you get uh, less people. Uh during boxing you do like a fifty minute uh fit for for the National League Lacrosse National Lacrosse National Lacrosse League. Their uh men's are fifty minutes for uh a quarter for four they play four quarters total. Uh, if they go to overtime you know, I, f- I forget what the overtime rule is. Um, as soon as they go overtime, first one scores, game's over with. And Bannon's won a couple games like that this year so far. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, the uh, the goalie, the goal and the box, box lacrosse are smaller than the field lacrosse, traditional four feet wide and and tall, about four by four. But like, like these guys, Sean, they got so much damn padding on. They almost look like they could just hold a whole net in by themselves. Uh-huh. I, uh, what movie was it? Was it the Mike Ducks or something where uh, they have Gorber just go inside the goal for a little bit? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was like that. They could barely move, but some some of these goalies they could perform amazing tricks. <coughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, uh, box box style of game is is quicker. According by the close conflict on the floor, and shoot shoot clock. Uh, there's a thirty second sh- uh, shoot clock. If you don't get it, you get a clock a, a clock violation. It's like um, box lacrosse is like hockey mixed with football, mixed with uh, like soccer. So basically, if you're running with the ball. And you don't shoot the ball within thirty seconds, you get a violation. Yes. Hmm. Um, score scoring wise is one point uh, every time you shoot it in the net. Uh, they got uh, they got penalties like hockey. They got hooking. They got cross checking. Uh, stripping. Okay, that's cool. Uh, the best thing about box. But the referees are kind of slimming it down nowadays because they're little swans about it. The fighting, yo. Talking about the fighting, I went to uh, <clears throat> I went to one bands I went to the one bands game. It was uh, Buffalo Bands versus the Toronto Rocks at Key Bank. It was it was a special ceremony. It was the uh, the Tucker. I'm trying to read the name. The Tucker out Lou Lymphomia. Lymphomia night. A Tucker's night out. It, like before the game comes up there. Uh I will explain more down to the episode later. But it was um like at first this one dude was getting the one bench player named Frazier, he was getting he was keep on getting hit in the face. Near the end of the game, he got hit in the face one last time, he just started whooping the ass. <laughs> it was like a big ass crowd it was like a big pile up. Yeah. Because it's like all that frustration. Because that's our over the border rivalry. If, if you guys aren't familiar with the Buffalo Toronto sports, like that's that's who's our over the border rivalry. It's the same with the Buffalo Sabres and the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Over the border rivalry. Though some of those games are could get uh, nasty sometimes. But um, I took I took my dad to that game. Yeah, my dad. He never really watched lacrosse. Like, oh, what's this about? It's like. Pops, it's, it's a game. They have sticks and just, they have sticks to go. Across, they run across the field, and uh, there's uh, it's like, all right, I'll, I'll go. He, we go, we get, we get good seats. We're almost, almost at glass level. Wow, yo, that's pretty cool. Yo, Sean, if you ever, if you have to go to a Bandits game, oh, so you mean never? Oh, you're funny. But if you if you ever go to a band game, you are gonna love it. They, they play music all through the game. Probably not. Cause you're uh, what? No. Oh, you, you don't like lacrosse? I don't like seeing sports live at all. Any sport. I just can't. I just can't do live sports. I'd rather watch at home. Plus, if we're gonna be completely honest, I think lacrosse is kind of boring. Honestly, I mean like. My cousin Helena plays lacrosse, and I, I watch every game I can of hers. But I don't know. There's just I don't know. There's something different when I'm watching her. It's like I get excited when I'm watching her. Maybe it's just because it's her, and I'm watching her do it. I don't know. <clears throat> but like regular lacrosse, I can't watch. I get bored. Yo, dude, you gotta just watch the box lacrosse game. I'm no just, way. dude. I'm just telling you. Yo, yo, you like football hits? Sure. And you see some football hits. Uh, yeah. Uh, box across is faster than field, but field still gets that tradition of uh of them playing how they were playing, how their ancestors were playing. Hold on, I gotta move my chair. Oh no, I'm comfortable. And um, you got any other? You got any other questions? Uh, uh like like if someone like wants to know, wants to know. What's the uh, rules and what's the uh, stuff? For yeah, few? give us a breakdown of like rules and shit. All right, just, let me just look it up real quick. Just uh, for people who have never, you know, like watch the sport, or know about. Yeah, it. Yeah, don't know much about it, like me. You know, give me just right. like a basic rundown of like you know, basically like 
basically tell the listeners stuff that you think they would need to know if they planned on watching the lacrosse game, basically. All right, I'm just going to look up lacrosse rules. Like, you know how if somebody's watching football, you explain to them, like, what, like, the yard lines and all that shit, you know what I mean? Like, how much points, like, mean what, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Just explain to them what you think that they, something they should know if they were going to watch a lacrosse game. All right, um, for basic lacrosse rules, of course, uh, there are 10 players allowed on the field. Three attacks, three middies, three defense, and one goalie. This is field lacrosse. Uh, for each goal in a boys lacrosse, the score team <clears throat> award, uh, the the sc- the scoring team is awarded one point. In boys lacrosse, there are not two point shots unless uh, unlike the MLL. Which it has two point scoring ac- uh, uh, accurate. There can be up to f- maximum of four long poles on the field per team. A lacrosse, a lacrosse ball may may not be touched by a player's hand except by a goalie. It's per- if uh, if um for that. It's like soccer. You can't. You, you know, you're not allowed to touch the ball in soccer unless you're the goalie. Yeah, it, it'd be a violation for that. Uh, to avoid offside penalties, offside penalties, you get that both end box and field. Offside penalties uh, is uh, to avoid offside penalties. There must be four players behind the defender line area, which not in man down situation. That means pr- pretty much. Um, your four defenders got to be behind the line before if me and you were trying to go over there with the ball. Mm-hmm. If we go over the line without the fourth, we call offsides and it would do a face-off like on the side. No opposite player can make contact with the goalie or the goal stick while the goalie is in the goal crease area. That... Oh, my bad. Um, that's... Uh, it's it's pretty much if you, if you go in the crease, whatnot, when a goalie is in in the box, it's called goalie interference. Mm-hmm. Same the same thing goes with, and same thing goes in hockey. You can't mess with the goalie inside his box, but if he's outside the box, that's fair game. Players is is stopped immediately when the ball goes out of bounds. With a shot on goal goes out of bounds, the possessive is word to the team. Of the player close to the location of the ball when it went out. When the ball ball goes out of bounds for an other reason other than the shooter, ex, uh, uh, a pass, a possession is worded to the team that did not touch the ball last. Body checking is allowed for older boys at the at the 12U, 10U, and 8U level. A player must not deliver a bar check to his opponents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lacrosse penalties vary by age. Please check the rule books below. Uh, all right. Just saying. Uh, all, right, all, right, all right, here. Uh, prudential lacrosse penalties include cross-checking, holding, legal body checking, legal screening, legal sticking, etc. Additional penalties... Uh no. What's uh what's cross checking mean? Cross checking when um where you take your stick mm-hmm. or yeah your stick, you put it against your body like this. I I I, I wish we had like a like a live feed like what I'm showing, but you put you you put your stick across your body like this and you just you just go up the person and you just check. Oh them. okay okay. But makes yeah, sense. Uh, sometimes um I don't the uh, I think there's another rule of slashing. You can't you can't just take your stick and just hit the person's arm because you get a slashing call. That's like a two Makes minute. Makes sense. Official leagues. The official league of lacrosse field for older boys is a hundred ten to one hundred twenty yards max in league, and fifty three one quarters and sixty yards within. Like what I said really earlier. That's pretty cool. What uh. Trying to think, I was gonna say something, but I can't remember what it was. 
Fuck, I had a question. Oh, uh, you never growing up, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't play lacrosse, right? No. All right, here's a funny story. Lacrosse, like, if I really want to play lacrosse, I could, I could ask my grandpa, I could ask my parents to take me to Wheatfield and play. But they just introduced lacrosse after I left. Oh. Um, they they introduced lacrosse back in Georgia, but they didn't offer to my school until the year after I left. I said, what kind of shit is this? I said, dude, I want to play the fucking lacrosse. I was still lacrosse. They probably might put me as a defender, huh. but still. So, like, what like what attracted you to the lacrosse then? It, it was more the... um. Because I like I like hockey and I like football, but okay. then I like of course I'm a I'm not really a history buffer or uh, uh, what's that what's that word? A history buff. A history buff. I I'm more I'm more of the history buff on on our channel. I just like the history of it, and ever since I worked for uh, uh, the casino, as run by Indians, I always liked lacrosse before I went to the casino. <laughs> if you liked to cross before you went to the casino, then why did you even mention the casino? I don't know. <laughs> Tell me. That's funny. Uh, the casino I work at, uh, they're a partnership with uh, Rochester Nighthawks. That's in the uh, NLL. It stands for National Lacrosse League. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, NLL is box version. I'll get to. I will get to a little breakdown on that one. And MLL. Is the uh, field the major, is Major League Lacrosse? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the uh, what's like the the wildest fight you've ever seen in a lacrosse game? <clears throat> um, I'm gonna refer I'm gonna refer to it as the Buffalo Bandits versus the Toronto Rocks a few about a month or so ago. During that during this promotion during this right here. Yeah, what happened? Because you know how, because you know how you like, like at first you'd be like, oh hey, oh we, oh thank yeah. you brother, thank you. Then bad blood, because bad rivalry is, of course, over the pound rivalry, and it was just like, like if, if the fight started off, um, because the one kid, Fraser, number ninety four, ninety five, keep on getting jacked up, like he got hit in the mouth, he he ran in the back, he got keep on getting hit. He just said, he said, he said, fuck this shit. He just dropped his shit and he starts fucking well. He just slugged the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, that, that fight happened. Um, the fight, uh, almost like five or four of them fight it. They, none of them got fighting penalties. They got like, uh, roughing, they got cross checking, they got. How long does, uh, how long does a fighting penalty usually last? Fighting penalties, uh, for, uh, box lacrosse, five minutes. Five minute, uh, five minute major. That ain't too bad. And still, five minutes. That's that's only. That's well, if you get a couple slug, good slugs in, I guess it's probably worth it. Oh, definitely. Uh, uh, because these referees are getting softer now. Like in hockey as well too. You don't see as many fights. Uh, speaking of fights, uh, I think my favorite fight. One of my favorite fights was the Buffalo Sabres versus the uh, Ottawa Sanders. Where Lenny Ruff almost hopped over the bench trying to fight the coach, that was an epic fight. Huh. Once again, it was bad blood. So tell us, like, tell us, like, your, like, your. I don't know how to put it without making it sound like I had already went through it. Like, tell basically tell us, like, your personal connection to lacrosse. I guess, like, explain like your love for lacrosse to us, kind of. My love for lacrosse is um, I just I just like the I just like the contact, and uh, I like uh, how the history was, how they connected to the creator. I'm not I'm not really as religious, but I just like I just like things like I'm doing this for the creator, and the creator's letting me play the game. But I wish I could play the game. So like, if you could go. Say say somebody gave you like a time machine right now, you can go back in time. To like go back to like school, like whatever period of your life at school you wanted to go to and it meant that you'd be able to play lacrosse. When would you go back? Would you go back like like early days and get into it early? Or would you go like after you had already moved out to Georgia? Um 
I, if I if I have a time machine, it only lets me go back to 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 the time when I probably do a, I probably do younger because uh, Niagara could I would try to convince my parents or so let me or some some funky way I will convince the school board let me convince let me play. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. If they let you go back and you going back ultimately meant that you'd be able to play lacrosse. Oh yeah, I'll I'll, I'll definitely do that. Like you would go back and you'd be in. You'd be put in a situation where you could play. I'll I'll definitely go back when I was li- just a little bit yo- younger. Yeah. Do or, you think if Do you think if you would have started playing lacrosse when you were younger, you think you'd still be doing it now? Uh, you think you would have tried to go professional? Oh, uh, I probably would. Yeah. I'll I'll either uh, field or e- either box because I just I saw some of the pays for uh for National League lacrosse players. They're, they only they don't get paid a lot. They only get paid like between thirty and sixty thousand dollars a year to play. Jesus. Yeah, this is like having a regular job. That's crazy. Well, I guess if you love it, it makes sense. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, um, let me uh, let me go back to the. Uh, as I said earlier, was, there's four types of lacrosse. Next next one is l- women's lacrosse. I'm, I'm not doing. I'm not. Just, I didn't say it because like that. Yeah, I was just, just saying. Women, the rules of women's lacrosse are different slightly for men's lacrosse. Most notable by equipment and degrees allow physical contact. Women's women's lacrosse rules also defends slightly different between the U.S. and other countries who play, who play the. Plays by the federal inspection uh, FIL rules. Women lacrosse do not allow physical contact. The only protection equipment were is a mouth guard and eye guard, eye goggles. Yeah, um, what, yeah. When I saw women's lacrosse uh, live before, like, I give these girls credit because they're only protecting their eyes, not their face. Oh. So is there's like, is there's not as high contact as men's then? Yeah. Is that why they don't yeah. wear as much? Yeah, not as high contact. Mm-hmm. But you still you still see some pushing and you still see some pushing and stuff in that game. Yeah. Then like not as much as uh, you see like a guy just coming in and shoulder checking the guy. I always get yelled at when I go to my cousin Alina's game because I'll be like, Hair! like Hair! before she'll go out there, I'll be like, yo, make sure you punch a bitch. <laughs> punch a real guy. <laughs> My she's aunt like, always yells at me for it. Yo, he's like, Shaw, you can't be doing that. They don't do it here." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yo, I, yo, I can imagine him. If, if you guys ever watch uh, Futurama, uh, I can imagine him being like Bender. Man, forget this. I'll make my own move. Hookers and blackjacks. Uh huh. <clears throat> so, do you watch? Do you watch women's across as much as you watch men's? To, to be honest, no, because. Uh, I, I like to see the more the physical into it. Nothing wrong with that. But if um if I'm just scrolling through the TV one day and the women's playing, like I'm just gonna I'm gonna be like this. Uh, do you uh do you have a favorite men's lacrosse player? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, for field, I'm not really a field guy. More or less, I'm more of a box. I think my favorite player. Currently or just in yeah, general? whatever, whatever. Uh, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite player is uh, uh, John Travaris that used to play for. Uh, that's the head coach of the Bandits. Yeah, and uh, and Steinhaus. Yeah, I remember Steinhaus. What a name! I think his name was Mark Steinhaus. What uh, a name! <laughs> hell yeah, that's a champion's name right there. Oh, uh, dude, Steinhaus is like. Probably five foot six or something. He, he, he was like the he was like the uh, Iverson of uh, of lacrosse, kind of. Steinhaus. Oh, that's how they did it. Really? Yeah. Badass. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Mark Stein Stein Steinhaus. Yeah, Steinhaus. Steinhill. Uh, it's just weird. Yeah, uh, he, he, his time, like he, 
he was a he was an attack. There was there was three defenders on him all the time. He always get out of that situation. Oh, well, I didn't mean to cut you off. You can go back to you know telling us about the other, but the girls across kinds of across or whatever. I just wanted to you know just questions just popped up in my head, so I wanted to ask before I forgot. Yo, uh, you want you you probably heard about that? Uh, maybe about like ten years ago, the uh, Duke's lacrosse team got in trouble. I don't know. Sounds familiar. Yeah, they got in trouble because they had the uh, they brought that prostitute back into the room. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about <laughs> oh that. Fucking guys. Yo, yeah, I heard about that. Shit. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um. Back to the to the women. The, the most the first modern women's lacrosse game was held at Saint Leon School in Scotland. In 1890, Scotland, Scotland. Oh, over here we last. That was one of my bad example. Uh, it was introduced by the school headmasters, uh, something, uh, Lois Lanand, the new one, after a visit to Quebec. Quebec, uh, Quebec. Oh, if you guys are Quebecians, oh, I feel bad. Quebec, 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 Quebec. When she saw it played, the first women lacrosse team in the United States was assembled by Brian Matthew Schools in Baltimore, Maryland in 1926. Boston. No, Baltimore. Oh. Baltimore. Both both of the numbers of players in, in the lines on the f- field different from men in men's lacrosse. There are 12 players in the women's lacrosse and played must be able to censure border do, do not exist in men's play. Three, three Pacific boundaries are eight meters fans and front of the goal, 11 meters international and 12, 12 meters for half a circle. Yeah, women's lacrosse is more confusing than guys. Well, what? Uh, what's the other one? What's the other one you said? Intercross. Like the, yeah, Intercross, the one that's got the weird name. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a little rundown of that one. Intercross or soft stick lacrosse is a non-contact form of lacrosse which is standardized the sets of rules, uses modified lacrosse equipment, and an intercross. Well, interstick is different between a normal lacrosse stick. The head, the head is made out of completely plastic. Instead of leather or neon pocket, in tradition, traditional lacrosse stick, the ball is larger, softer, and hollow, like a lacrosse ball, which is solid rubber. Yes, the uh, lacrosse ball is like baseball size, baseball size rubber ball. Uh, I I got a few cr- lacrosse balls in my house. Oh yeah, I got a funny story involving me and a lacrosse ball. Oh my god! Traumatized me for life. Uh, in lacrosse is complete adult sport. It's it is popular in Co- again Quebec, 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 as well as many European countries. Uh, practice in the Czech Republic. Journal teams consist of five players per side, and the field size is twenty meters, twenty meters wide and forty meters long. It's pretty cool. That's like that's like a gym size right there. Give or take. <sighs> My bad. Uh goal goals goals for adults are the same size as box lacrosse, four feet or one point two meters in height and width. This same size. Uh international government body, the federal government the cost of sea, hosted by the world champion biannually. Soft stick lacrosse is a popular way to introduce young to the sport. That means uh, before you get to like the real stuff, you can play this stuff first. If you like it or not, we can upgrade to the real man. That's cool. So, uh, now, uh, you know, uh, since we're getting a little closer than I thought, it's, you know, it's already pretty, we already got pretty deep in here. So, uh, Let's go, uh, let's switch it up a little bit. Let's talk a little, like, uh, 
Oh, wait, La- wait. Go ahead. Uh, lacrosse was an Olympic Games. Yeah. Uh, uh, field lacrosse was a, a media sport in the 19, uh, 1904 and the 1908 Summer Games in, in the uh, 1904... Three teams competed in the games held in uh, St. Louis. Two Canadian teams and two uh, the Winnipeg Shamrocks. <laughs> what a name! And a team of Mohawk people and Agnandres. Man, sure, we'll go with that. Or or go with the Six Nations. I'm gonna say Six Nations. Yeah, there you go. That works. Plus, uh, plus locals, uh, St. Louis, a cat. Amsterdam a cat athletic associate the US present uh participated the Shamrocks capped the gold medal. Yeah, Shamrock. The Shamrocks consist of the gold medal, uh eight, the O eight games held in London, England, featured two featured only two teams, Canadian and Great Britain. Canadians have won the gold medal in single tournament match by scoring fourteen to ten. Cool, cool. Then uh, in the 1920s and 1930s and 1948s, uh, summer Olympic lacrosse have dominated was a dominant sport, domestic sport. That's pretty cool. But I wish I wish to bring it back more. Well, I mean, you know, that was a nice little rundown of. Lacrosse, you know, shout out to Drew for giving us deets about every little kind, you know, answering my questions. But, uh, you know, before we wrap it up, got a couple more things we should talk about. Like, uh, why don't we talk, uh, what's your favorite lacrosse-based thing in, like, pop culture? Like, what's your favorite lacrosse movie, basically? Oh, my favorite lacrosse movie is the movie called uh, Cricket Arrow. Is it, um, let me just look it up real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Get us a little rundown of that movie. I'm fucking tired. Cricket. Cree or. No, it's C R. C R. O O. O O. K E D. K E D. Fucking guy. Arrow. Hey. A R R O W S. Is once again, um, I'm just gonna read the uh, once again, you're a dumb dumb. Once again, you're a dumb dumb. Uh, I'm gonna read the description. Go ahead. Oh my god, just go ahead. (laughs) Oh, Joe, Joe Logan, a mixed blooded Native American, is eager to modify his reservation, but he must. Prove himself to his father and the tribe chairman by uh, uh, discovering his spirit. Joe became the coach of the Reservation High School lacrosse team, which he must complete against the better equipment, better trained players of the elite prep school league. Joe teaches players the meaning of tribal pride as they climb an uphill battle to the state championship finals. It was, per, it was pretty much um, he wanted to do more to his, to that casino, but only way he would have done it uh, by taking this uh, this nobody team and try to be the best. Then he realizes that he realizes uh, he is one of them hard is one of them feel good heart movies. You realize at the end you fucked up and you don't want to do nothing to your casino. You just want to do more for your people. I like uh, how they picked the fucking whitest dude in Hollywood to play the main character. Who, uh, Brandon Ruff? Brandon Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Yo, uh, oh, dude, this movie bombed in the box office. Budget was 13 mil. They only made a mil back. That's fucking brutal. Yeah, but it was... Oof. Yeah, like the movie didn't really fet, felt expectation for people, but my favorite scene of the movie was the uh, finals when you see the six nations 
just coming off the hills. You see, like, like, cause, um, cause the, cause the rich preppy school had their fans already there, and um, the the home the uh, favorite team or the team that Joel has had no one in the stands, and they all marched in. Huh. I might have to show you that scene. Reminds me of that scene from New Guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, they all charging as an army. Like, oh, where's everyone at? It's badass. Uh, I don't want to feel left out, so even though I don't really know much about lacrosse, the only thing I could think of that uh, has lacrosse in it isn't a movie, it's a TV show, and that's uh, Teen Wolf, which had some lacrosse in it. Oh, dude, some of those lacrosse scenes are amazing. Yeah, some of the scenes. So, some of that shit in that show was fucking wild, dude, with the lacrosse shit. It was wild as fuck. What about, uh... Got any, like, personal stories involving lacrosse? Yeah, um... I got I got a funny quote. Hey, man, whatever. It's your episode. Um, I thought lacrosse was... Was at... You find in the La, La Church. <laughs> Guess you said it. The great white Robin Williams. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you know... I wanted to give Drew his time to shine, but uh, I got a couple little stories real quick I can tell you guys. Yo, after Sean's stories, then I'm going to go right back into uh, who's my favorite team and we'll just break down their team's history. Oh, my God. Drew, you ever heard of, like, over-telling? You don't have to tell every little detail of everything, you know? But whatever. <laughs> it's your episode. Well, anyways... My first story is when I was uh <clears throat> when I was dating this girl Marissa. Shout out to her. And shout out to her sister, Sick Maneuvers. That's what I called her. But anyways, we went and seen uh one of her sisters lacrosse games. And I brought my cousin Helena with me because, you know, she's super into lacrosse. So I'm like, Oh, you know, I'll get the best of both worlds. Get my girlfriend and my, my cousin, you know, my favorite cousin. So I bring them, you know, we're hanging out, watching the game, you know, we're having a good time. And then I'm like, hey, why don't you guys, like, teach me a little bit of, like, you know, how to, like, play catch and shit with a cross. So we're sitting there, we're doing it, and I'm, like, missing literally every shot they throw at me. I miss, I'm missing left, missing right, missing above me. I can't catch this damn ball for the life of me. Oh, my God. So I'm like, you know what, man? I quit. I'm like, lacrosse is a stupid sport. And all these lacrosse parents, man, their chairs immediately turned around. And they're like, um, not for people who can actually play. And I was like, Jesus, fuck. I thought I was about to get beat up by a bunch of lacrosse people, man. It was wild. It was a good time, though. But, uh, and then, uh, another time I was at, uh, I was at Hyde Park with, uh, me and Drew's buddy, Star Fox, which Drew calls Starcock for some strange reason. Because you call him Papa Bear. I call him uh, Starcock. Shout out to Starcock. We got him on his episode, dude. Yeah, we'll get him on. Jesus. But uh, we were at the, that hard park, me, him, and this guy, Sean, he used to hang out with. And we were playing catch with a crossball. Oh, my God. And they went to go shoot it to me, and I wasn't paying attention. And it fucking blasted me right in the middle of my chest. Literally knocked the wind out of me. I thought I was going to die. I couldn't catch my breath. I was like... <gasps> and then I had a big-ass welt in the middle of my chest. It was fucking wild, man. <laughs> I would not wish that shit on my worst enemy. Them shit's hurt. Being hit by one of them things fucking hurts, man. And I've been hit by everything. I've been hit by a baseball. Wait, wait. Getting hit in the ball in the chest with that crossball, did that hurt as bad getting welded in the face on Grand Island with that fucking PCP pipe? It hurt worse than the PVC pipe. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I've been literally hit with everything, dude. I got hit with a baseball one, a couple times. A car. Uh, I've been hit by a car a couple times. Superman off a of bed. I fucking busted my head on a bunk bed. Uh, Aaron shot me in the chest with a paintball gun at close range. How, how close are you talking? Like, literally, like, this close to me. Like, dude, literally right up in front of me. Standing dude, right in front yo, of me. Yo, that didn't really hurt. If he shot from... Like, that shit fucking hurt, dude. What are you talking about? Yo, you remember that time we got shot by a paintball gun by uh, Chop's friend Chris? Yes. Oh, my God. And then, uh, I don't know, I got hit by a couple of different things. Anyways... Oh, I got hit with a, I got shot with a frozen paintball once. Oh my fucking god! This dude Cody Ice thing. Oh, they also shot me with a airsoft gun for my birthday. 
my birthday when I was super young. They shot me right in my chest with their soft gun. That shit fucking hurt. Dude, I'm surprised you didn't die from that. But yo, shit. lacrosse ball hurt the worst by far. I literally thought that shit cracked my ribs. It hurt so badly. But yeah, that was that's my uh that's my little you know that's my little uh uh fuck, what's it called? Tibet. My little contribution to this episode this week was telling you about those little stories. Yeah, Sean, you're going to tell the story how uh, you go to your cousin's Halloween game and you tell her every time. Oh, do you ever say that in an episode already? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> fucking dummy. What a fucking dummy I am. All right, all right now um, our last little segment. Drew's favorite uh, lacrosse team. Of course, I got to represent the Buffalo Bandits. I I got I got the hat on. I got the shirt on. Uh, the reason I'm a Buffalo Bandits fan, because they're right in my backyard. Uh, the Buffalo Bandits are a professional box lacrosse team in the North Division of the National League, National Lacrosse League. They play at the KeyBank Center in Buffalo, New York. The Bandits play in the the Bandits players in the Major League. Midrick Indoor Lacrosse League. Man, that's a, that's a tongue twister. Major Indoor Lacrosse League form 1992 to 97. They are, then they were successful the NLL since 1998. The Buffalo Bandits are owned by the Hockey Western New York LLC, a division, a division of Pagula Sports and Entertainment led by Terry Pagula. Who also owned the Buffalo Sabres and the Buffalo Bills? Yo, Uncle Terry. He's gonna he, he he's got he got two he got two teams right right now. Now he just got to work on the Sabres. Mm-hmm. Um, as as of right now, the Buffalo Bandits' record. As of right now, the Buffalo's uh, the record is nine and one. This is the part of the first time they've been like uh, this. This is the first time in a long time they had a record like this. Uh, they have four championships, <clears throat> 1992, 93, 96, and 2008. And we got and we got kind of roughed up by uh, Calgary Roughnecks. Well, we lost in the finals with them in 2019 before before this whole mess happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Tucker's. Out of Luke, uh what's that word again? What? The Tucker's out. Tucker out of lymphomia. Lymphobia. Yes. Lymphomia. Uh, lymphoma. My bad. Lymphoma. I keep, I've said it wrong this whole fucking time. What an idiot. Lymphoma. Lymphoma. Uh, yeah, it's um. Yeah. Let me just uh. Let me get, <laughs> let me get my thoughts over here, man. Because this part right here is a little touchy. Uh, lymphoma. Do you know what lymphoma is? Yeah, it's a form of cancer. All right. Yeah. Uh, Tucker's out. It's honor. It's honor. Honor son of former bandage player. Yeah. It's, uh, let me just. Uh, like every time they talk to the stories, there's there's no dry eyes in the building. Everyone usually shears a tear about that. Shear, shear. Uh, the Buffalo Bands will be honoring former player's son who died as recent of uh, Bacan lymphoma. I don't know how to say that other word. Lymphoma. Yeah. Uh, Tucker Williams, the son of. And it's uh, NLL Hall of Fame, Sh- I think Shane or Sean. S S W S H A W N is that Sean? Yes. Sean Williams, uh, forgot the disease, uh, fight the disease until the end of 2014. He was only eight years old. Yo, just just go there and and um, try not to try not to shed a tear in front of your dad. It's kind of hard. That's rough, man. It's always worse. Yeah, especially when he's eight years old. No, it's terrible. Terrible, terrible. Yeah, um, 
the, the interesting fact about uh, if Sean, if you ever go to a Bands game and if a, if a away team goes in the box, there's a box section. They spell B O X B O X to the box to the box, and they go woo. Wow. Wow. Very what? interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you guys want any more information or anything about lacrosse or anything, just let me know. No. I'm gonna choke out Sean. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get a lacrosse stick and lacrosse, but I'm gonna whip it at his chest again. Keep it up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um Yeah, that's that's all the information I got on lacrosse. Sean Sean, did I explain the the cross process? If like if you if you if you never listened to it or heard before. <laughs> I think you did a pretty good job. I mean, you know. I think you gave us, you know, basic rundown of everything. Yeah. Gave us a little history, you know. You know, just kind of show a little bit of what uh what the sport was like when it first originated to what it's like now. I think you know overall it wasn't a bad episode. I think it was enjoyable. You know, oh, yeah. I mean obviously I didn't contribute much because I literally know fucking nothing about lacrosse. But you know I tried to I tried to be involved the best I could. <clears throat> but uh. Yeah, before we get on out of here, uh, just a couple things I want to say. First, uh, we're back to me next week, and uh, we're going to kind of do something that we've already done before, but we're going to put like a little new, like kind of like a new twist on it, kind of, just because recently my flame for it has been reignited, and uh, it's something I want to talk about a little deeper. So uh, we're going to do that next week. And then I think hopefully the week after that, if Drew's okay with it, and if we can get Matt to come on, I'd like to do the big episode we were t- we've been talking about for a while. Yeah, I never did my research yet for that. Well, I mean, we got time. We got to ask Matt if he'd be able to come on for it. But I'd like to do that. I'd like to get that one out of their way. Yeah, next week's episode, y'all, make sure you have tissue. Uh, but uh, speaking on that, before we get out of here, I just want to, uh, you know, me, Drew, everybody here at the podcast precinct, you know, get in loser as a whole. We just want to give a shout out to our boy. You know, our big, our big supporter, our favorite loser, John Fiden, uh, whose family just suffered a tragic loss this week. Uh, if you guys are part of the Facebook group, then you see that John reached out to me uh, for some advice because you know I've talked about mental health. Uh, a lot on this podcast, I've been very outspoken about my struggles with mental health. And uh, he reached out to me for advice and, you know, just to talk to somebody who's been there before. You know, I'm happy that I was able to help him, give him, you know, kind of a peace of mind. And, you know, hey, but, go on, what do you got? Hey, Sean, c- can we take a moment of silence for that? Yeah, we're going to, uh, we're gonna just going <clears> to... <throat> We're going to take a little moment of silence and, you know, just if you guys are into praying or whatnot, just say a little prayer for Fiden and his family and his cousin, uh, Amy Han, who lost a uh, a battle to, you know, suicide. So we're just going to, you know, just join us in a little moment of silence right quick in honor of her. Thank you for the moment of silence. Yeah, that one was, uh, that's for you, Fiden, and your family. And uh, even though I never met your cousin Amy, uh, if I could talk to her right now, I would say, as someone who's been there before, is, you know, uh, your battle's over. And uh, I hope you found peace on the other side. So, you know, my condolences to your family, Fiden, and to Amy. May you rest in peace. R.I.P. And as always, thanks for riding along, losers. <laughs>